when you dread work, all of a sudden your physical health starts suffering, your mental health starts suffering, your relationships start suffering, and all of a sudden your life starts feeling a little bit miserable and we don't want that for you. So think of some potential ways where you can inject a little creativity into your daily routine. Is there something in your career that you can improve on? Maybe something we've never done before. Are you, If you're the owner and you own a business, well, hey, can you make a pivot? Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. We're your hosts, Jack and Kara Dennison, and we're your ultimate career coaches. We're here to help you find, land, and crush your dream job. And help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like, and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Welcome back to the Career Advancement Academy. And this month, we've got a brand new theme coming your way. And we're going to be following and falling in love with our career again. But this week, we've got a special topic that we're going to be talking about for episode number 35 of the Career Advancement Podcast. Is it time to break up with your career? Just in time for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Ooh. It's going to be a spicy episode today. We're talking about some emotional things. Yeah. So listen, it's normal for a professional at all levels to reassess their jobs, their careers, their passions. Occasionally, it's even common to go through periods where you're not feeling it, right? Where you're dissatisfied, you're not happy with the work that you're doing, where, listen, you go into work and it feels like a grind, right? And so it's common to feel that way. But if you're feeling that way for an extended amount of time and you're feeling those long-term effects of losing the passion that you once had for your career, we're going to be talking about whether or not it's time, right? To break up with your career and whether or not you're able to fall back in love with your career again. And we're going to be talking about that all month, ways to fall back in love with your career, all that good stuff. So make sure that you are subscribed to the Career Advancement Academy podcast so that you don't miss an episode and that you're subscribed to the Optimized Career Solutions YouTube channel, where I'm going to be posting a video tomorrow to continue to talk about all of this stuff. But before that, Gallup last year at the end of the year in November, did a poll about engagement for employees, right? This is important, whether or not you're engaged at work. And 17% of employees that were polled say that they are actively disengaged at work. They willingly said that? Yeah. So what that means is that when you're actively disengaged, you're coming into work or showing up at work and you're, yep, you're on your phone. You're not doing your job. You are checked out right you are not there anymore that's that's nearly 20 percent. that's 70 percent. insane number that's insane out of a hundred employees 17 of them are not there mentally at all and 33 percent only 33 percent are actually engaged in their work okay that's a problem that's a problem that's, that's a, a problem. huge problem so that means leaders, CEOs, anyone who is listening to this podcast, only one third of your workforce is showing up and excited to get crap done at work. The rest of them are barely there or somewhat engaged and 17, almost 20% 
are not at all engaged, that's a problem. So what you're telling me is 30% of the employees are taking on the lion's share of work and probably feeling a little burnout. Yeah. Wow. So there's a big disconnect there. And listen, we get it, right? We're going to be talking next week, or I'm going to be talking next week on our YouTube channel about hey, do you live to work or do you work to live? So those 33% of people might be those people who live to work. So you kind of have to figure that out for yourself. And we're going to have a whole video on that. But feeling disengaged at work happens when you feel disconnected, when you don't have clarity, when your job satisfaction tanks, and when your personal connections at work aren't there or they lessen, right? You want to know what else those are? I need to know. Those are signs, early signs of burnout. Oh, I mentioned it earlier, but... Yeah. Yeah. And so this can be a big problem. So engagement at work and actually feeling somewhat engaged at work is a really big thing. And I'm not saying that you have to love your career. And again, we're going to talk about working to live and finding fulfillment in other areas next week. But here are some ways to tell whether or not your career is misaligned, right? Not even falling in love with your career or just not in love anymore, but just not at all, right? Having lack of enthusiasm, dreading work, hitting that snooze button and constantly late for work, feeling undervalued, unchallenged, right? So let's dive into a little bit of these, right? So let's talk about it. I've had a few of these. So, I've had them all, so, yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I, I want to start with the first one when you mentioned is lack of enthusiasm because a consistent lack of excitement in work, and I'm sorry to my previous managers if this happened while I was working <laughs> with you, but, you know, this happens where you're, you're feeling there's a carrot, you're chasing that carrot and, and you're feeling excited, but all of a sudden one day something happens and now all of a sudden that magic's gone. You just, you're not, that carrot doesn't mean anything to you. You're just feeling unfulfilled every single day when you're stepping away from that desk. And, and you, when you wake up in the morning, you are literally dreading the idea of walking in through those doors, right? That's the lack of enthusiasm can completely keep you from doing anything productive in your role. Yeah. Dreading work is kind of the next step, but lack of enthusiasm can be even, you know, there used to be excitement for work. You used to be kind of excited about the work that you do, but now you don't even have interest in it, right? Maybe you used to be, I'll work overtime once in a while for, you know, a certain project that I'm passionate about. Maybe you used to get fulfilled about clearing your desk at the end of the day or clearing off your to-do list. Maybe you were kind of excited about the fact that you had a productive week and you felt really fulfilled about that. And now you're off to the weekend and feeling really good about it. But now you kind of watch the clock all day, counting down the minutes and the hours. They, they feel a lot longer than they used to. And that work just doesn't spark any interest at all, Right. Whereas before, it, it used to be kind of interesting, right? I'm not saying you have to jump up for joy for your job, but it used to be a little bit interesting, and now it's not even interesting. Jack mentioned it before, but the next one is dreading, right? Dreading work. There's a difference, right, between uh, lack of interest and all the way to dreading work. And I've been here. I know you've been here too, right? Where 
you wake up and you feel that sense of dread, that pit in your stomach, you almost feel nauseous about it. Can I take a sick day, please? Yeah. Your sick days, that PTO, you're counting up your PTO hours. I don't know about you, but I've done the PTO math where you're like literally hitting the snooze button, you wake up, you do the PTO math. Do I have enough to call out today? Right. You kind of do that physical and mental hoops just to even get yourself out of bed. Maybe you once had excitement. Maybe you had once had interest and now going to work, you'd rather like claw your eyes out. Right. So this is that dread for work. If that's what you're feeling, there's some huge misalignment there and there's some huge problems going on. I think there's also another one that happens to individuals who have that goal achievement mindset where very often just like that that rose-colored glass just disappears where you all of a sudden feel undervalued, right? Maybe yeah. even it gets a little easy. So yeah. you get to check out, maybe you get to listen to things while you work. You, you, and then all of a sudden, because of that, you just, you're not feeling recognized for what you did. Now, maybe we're listening to podcasts while we're working. And now all of a sudden, maybe we're making mistakes because we weren't paying attention mm -hmm. quite as closely as we could. Uh, maybe we didn't get the feedback that we were looking for or that conversation about compensation didn't go how we hoped right and then all of a sudden we're just staring at another 12 months of that same old same old but our taxes went up our rent went up and my paycheck didn't go up so i i could see where this could happen for high achievers as well yeah and that undervalued is huge maybe you used to receive some feedback like thank you or great job and now you're not receiving anything and that silence is deafening right and it just it feels like it's perpetuating you know, the, the fact that you would just hate it here. And I want you to stay tuned because the last week of February, we're going to be diving real deep into burnout, right? And how, what to do, how to really overcome some burnout and all that other stuff, right? So if you're feeling this type of stuff, but you used to really love your job or you want to really love your career again, here are some things that you can do. We want to rekindle that flame because the fact of the matter is, is in the end, you can't really break up with your career, right? You can break up with your actual job, but what we kind of believe here, and I would be hard pressed to find anyone that disagrees, is that your career funds your life, right? You kind of have to have a job in order to afford a roof over your head, food on the table, utilities, food, like all that stuff, right? It's it's a necessary evil this day and age. And so what we want to do is we want to help you get back to that place where there was some sort of, maybe you're not jumping out, out of the seat for joy every time, right? Maybe you're not hitting the alarm clock and springing out of bed, right? <laughs> and that's okay. You don't have to get there. And again, I, I encourage you next week, listen to the the uh, work to live or live to work. Or actually, I think that's tomorrow. We're going to be talking about that on YouTube. But we want to make sure that you're rekindling some flames, right? We want to go back to the fact that there is a way to find joy in your career again, so that you can also find joy in your life again, because we have been here, like we've talked about, we have been at that place where 
we've dreaded work. And what we have found is that that bleeds into the rest of your life, right? When you dread work, all of a sudden your physical health starts suffering, your mental health starts suffering, your relationships start suffering. And all of a sudden your life starts feeling a little bit miserable and we don't want that for you, right? So I think it's time to talk about some ways to really figure out if we're feeling stuff or in, a, yeah. in that career mismatch or if we're becoming uh, burned out. So really Kara yeah. talked about growth and really your passion might have faded at one point out of boredom. So think of some potential ways where you can inject a little creativity into your daily routine. Is there something in your career that you can improve on? Maybe something we've never done before. Are you, if you're the owner and you own a business, well, hey, can you make a pivot? Or can you find another way to do something in a differentiating way? Because truth is, whether you own a business or not, you're the owner of your career. Yeah. You are the captain of your ship and you need to decide which direction we're going. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that you might be in a situation where you can't make a change, right? Maybe you're making decent money and you just or you have other priorities that's going on and you can't get into a job search right now. So what Jack is trying to say is that you might be feeling a little bored right now, right? You might be feeling kind of a lack of interest because you're just kind of feeling stagnant. And so what are some ways to ignite that growth that you can feed that challenge for yourself? Can you upskill? Can you find a way to take on a new project? Is there something maybe in your personal life that you want to take on? And like you said, there's a, you are the owner of your career. Find a way that excites you, whether it's taking a new course or volunteering or mentoring someone. And we're going to get into that in just a second. So speaking of that learning, right? Professional development is a fantastic way to kickstart that excitement again, right? I don't know about you, but if you're a high achiever or a leader, you probably have learned a few things in order to get that way. And most times that learning of a new skill makes people feel so excited. I don't know about you, but every time I've learned something new, I've been wanting to run and tell Jack about it. I want to tell someone about it, right? Yeah, actually, I love when you're sharing a new thought. Yeah. I actually love also seeing the infusion of energy in our clients when they tell us they're going to go and take a training, take a certification, yeah. because it just jolts them with this level of energy that they didn't have prior. And, and just it's so important to make sure that your energy levels are at peak. So you're paying attention, you're being intentional. In your yeah. Career. So what's really cool about this is when you learn a new skill or when you've got that motivation to learn something, motivation breeds motivation, right? So most of the time when you're feeling that stagnation, if you can kickstart motivation in one way, in a personal development way, you tend to find other ways to kickstart that too. Oh, that's that confidence spillover technique. Yeah. I love, what I you're love doing it. There. I love it. Now I did mention mentoring, but mentoring is a fantastic way. Now you might be in a place where you need a mentor. And I talk about this next week on YouTube, right? Keep out, keep an eye out for the YouTube video called I get ahead with a little help from my friends when we talk really deep about mentoring, but not just getting a mentor, which can help you advance in your career, but also mentoring someone who's maybe younger in their career can truly help you find that enthusiasm again. Just like we talked about how sharing something that you learned can really kickstart that motivation. When you're on the receiving end, 
Man, that's so exciting. So when you get to really invest in someone who's maybe younger in their career and share your experiences, you get to see them light up. And like Jack said, that confidence spillover, all of a sudden you get this kind of like, oh, wow, I, I do have some value. They're excited to hear what I have to say. And that can help you find that enthusiasm again. I think it's really important to also remember to to kind of grow back as we talked about in last week's pods and YouTube. It's really kind of leverage those kudos folders and celebrate your wins. We need to make sure that we are allowing ourselves to feel that that feedback loop of positivity. And when you're feeling bothered or unhappy with your current job, you just get to open up that folder and say, hey, 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 here's how I've been awesome here. Here's why I keep showing up. Give yourself that at a girl or at a boy that you need to keep going, to re-engage and really make sure that you can continue to drive results in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. We talk about the kudos folder a lot here and here's a great reason to have it. A lot of times when we're feeling stagnant or disenchanted with our career, a big reason is because we're so zoomed in into the current moment right? Maybe we haven't achieved something or completed a project in the last couple of weeks. And man, that's really got us feeling bad about ourselves, right? And so a lot of times when we look at the most recent time, and maybe we haven't achieved something, maybe we haven't completed a project, like I said, in the last couple of weeks, that's going to make us feel like, wow, I don't achieve anything. I'm not an achiever. I'm not valued. I'm not worth anything, right? So really going back to the facts of what you have accomplished, your wins, all of the amazing things you've done can really reinforce the truth, right? Because a lot of times in that recency effect, our brains can start lying to us. So really exploring that kudos folder. I think it's time now that we start looking for new opportunities as another path, because if we are feeling that way, this is another option you have available to you. And really, when it's time to start looking for a new job, here are our best tips. This is what we have to do. We have to first to trust our gut. This is your favorite, right? To really check in with yourself. And really that that gut can be that guiding light. If it just feels like you need to make a move, go ahead and trust that inner feeling. The other side is look for the signs. Uh, if you're not seeing or learning anything new uh, and you're not fitting in with your company anymore, you might have changed and that's okay. It's okay to be in a different place than when, when you once were arriving at that organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The reason why we're talking about this is, Hey, you might be feeling stagnant. You might be feeling misaligned with your company. And there might be some things that dictates the fact that you need a change, right? Maybe your boss, you've gotten a new boss and they're a toxic leader, right? Maybe the culture or the leadership has changed in your company and it's become toxic or unsafe, right? Maybe you have changed and your values have changed and you've grown and you're no longer aligned with the work that you've done. If these things are the case, sometimes just taking on a new project or a mentor or any of that other stuff is not going to reignite that motivation and that passion anymore. And it is time for you to get out. This is when you will know that it's time for a new job. And like Jack is saying, you need to check in with your gut. You need to really have that reality check so that you can know whether or not a change is inevitable. Those signs are really going to be, hey, do I fit in with this company? When I look around at my team and my colleague, my colleagues, 
are the people that I resonate and work the best with still here or have they all left? Is the culture and the values that the company represents in alignment with my core values, right? So all of these things are things that you want to keep an eye out for. And a really good thing to rely on is, again, your gut and self-awareness. Are there things that I could do, maybe small shifts in order to reignite that passion? Or is this going to take a big change? When you do that, right, some big things to take into consideration is networking, making connections. Sometimes when we're stuck in a a situation where we're not feeling motivated, we're feeling really stagnant, we're feeling very disenchanted again, right? Uh, Dreading work, we get very isolated, right? We're feeling very stuck where we are. And so we don't know what else is out there. And that can lead to things like burnout, depression, anxiety, et cetera. And so what we always recommend is to network, make some new connections, right? Find some people to talk about different companies that may be how you find what types of companies you now align with now, right? We always recommend, what do we recommend? Well, we always recommend using LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. It's the easiest networking opportunity. It's right at your fingertips. You can join LinkedIn online networking groups and talk to people directly in your industry in those comment sections on their posts. And the best way to do that, let's be genuine. Let's really try to make a real world connection. Let's let's not treat people like a number. Mm -hmm. And let's let ourselves get a little vulnerable with these people to build that rapport. Let's showcase and have a real conversation. And let's talk and ask questions around their organization. What opportunities are they seeing? And this is really kind of what is needed to be done if we've reached that point where we need to look elsewhere. But if you are doing that, remember, you now need to make sure that everybody else understands who you are, what you're looking for. So we need to update everything. You need to have an updated, well-formatted resume. That is going to be key for individuals to see your impact So for those job opportunities that you want to get. But we also need to make sure... What's on your resume, it's also on our LinkedIn profile. Because if we are trying to network, if we are trying to get people to see us, we need them to understand our value add very quickly in today's marketplace. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Listen, it's hard when you're feeling stuck where you are, especially if you're feeling isolated, unmotivated, and dreading work. We know from firsthand experience and working with hundreds and hundreds of professionals that when you're in that spot, it's difficult to make a change. It's difficult to want to make a change. And if you stay where you are, it's going to start bleeding into other areas of your life. And you're going to start feeling that unfulfillment, stagnant feeling in every area of your life if it keeps perpetuating. Really taking a moment and figuring out Is my job something where I can uh, start rekindling that flame again, getting that joy back, getting that motivation back, something that I can do easily by some minor tweaks, by really putting that motivation and re-engaging myself, something that I can do? Or is it a place where I'm no longer in alignment and do I need to get back in a job search? What we're trying to say is making a change is always something that is going to be beneficial for you. Listen, staying the same or making a change, they're both going to be a little painful, right? It's really going to be what hard you want to choose. And we always, always recommend 
choosing the hard that's going to get you closer to where you want to go. And so we recommend that if you are needing to get into a job search, you do it right. We know from firsthand experience, being a senior professional, human resources professional, being an ex-corporate recruiter, helping thousands of people through the job search, that if you are relying on job boards, you only have a one to 2% chance of landing an interview. Companies hire from employee referrals. How do you get employee referrals? It's through networking. If you want to know how to do that, we have the blueprint in order to help you out. We have the networking blueprint course on optimizedcareers.com for less than 200 bucks. You can get all of our best techniques from our website right there. If you need help with writing your resume or LinkedIn, that's what we're experts in. You get a free consultation with either one of us when you go to www.optimizedcareers.com. Make sure that you're not staying stagnant in this year, 2024. And I hope that you have a great week and stay tuned at Optimized Career Solutions YouTube channel for another great video tomorrow. I hope that you have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizedcareersolutions.com to learn more. 